WKHM's Business Class. Brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley, working towards connecting clients with the future they envision. Contact Casey Sykes or Amanda Kassler at 517-768-7722. The Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley is located at 3101 Spring Arbor Road in Jackson, Michigan. And now, WKHM's Business Class. Distinct pleasure to have Patty Kessler in the studio <laughs> today, sometimes known as Patty Poppy, but... When you were in Napoleon, you were Patty Kessler. Yes, I was. Those were my finest years. Now, you're sitting at the breakfast table, Patty Kessler. (laughs) Are you thinking about, I want to be a CEO? Or are you just saying, what's happening in Napoleon today? I wanted to be a TV news broadcaster. That's what I wanted to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And my father said I'd never make any money doing that, so go to engineering school instead. (laughs) He was right. Good move. Uh, so your uh, your father, terrifically important in in your life. Talk, very much. Talk about your family. Yeah, you know, uh, Bill Kessler, my dad, worked at Consumers and uh, was a nuclear physicist. He wasn't very helpful when I was in college in engineering, and I'd call frustrated that physics was a challenge. He'd say, why? It's so easy. you know. But that's how smart he was. He was a very smart guy. And uh, he really gave me great advice at critical moments in my life and helped direct me and uh, really encouraged me. I was his seventh daughter of seven and uh, his last ditch effort to get an engineer out of the bunch. And so he pulled out all the stops and uh, <laughs> really got me in the right place. So going to engineering school is very important. Seven daughters. Uh, he's got to be a saint. Yeah, he is. And so is my mother. You yeah. know, she she well, really that, had to deal with her teenage daughters. That, that was given, I yeah, guess. Yeah. She was a teacher, right? She was, and a principal at East Jackson uh, Middle School and also Bertha Robinson Elementary School. So yeah. uh, how did you... Uh, so did he push you into engineering? He really did. He really encouraged me, and every time I got a little iffy about it, he kept me faithful that I could do it, and it really was a great move. You know, engineering is a great technical start. It opened a lot of doors for me. I went to the automotive industry, and and that was fun, uh, but then ended up uh, coming home to Michigan and working for DTE Energy for a little bit, but then the guys at Consumers found out there was this gal over at DTE from Jackson. What's she doing working in Detroit? Get her home and so that worked out pretty good yeah but you were at gm for yeah for 15 years 15 years Mm -hmm. so how did you end up there you know just uh out of purdue i went to purdue for college and they did a lot of recruiting there and um ended up working for gm and that was a great way to learn and in fact we've applied a lot of the lean uh, manufacturing and high quality work that i learned in automotive now to the utility space and it's really affecting how we think about energy and how we think about our grid and how we think about the way we make electricity and uh, there's a lot of energy waste that we can eliminate and save people money and so that's really our big mission right now so those industries have a crossover yeah they do and in in electric vehicles which is really interesting it's a very interesting crossover with vehicles more and more going to the electric powertrains and um, uh, it's uh, exciting to be able to work closely with the automakers and have consumers so well positioned with our automakers because they're such important customers to us but i think also my unique experience both at general motors and in energy uh, gives me a certain level of credibility with people on the subject what about autonomous what do, you, uh, what do you think? I think it's happening. Really? Yeah, I do. Now, I just had Wes Lutz here. Neither one of us believe. 
Oh, oh, you, here's what, here's the proof point. Um, do you want, I mean, you see people all the time. They're not driving their cars. They're texting and they're looking at their phones. And no matter how many billboards and radio PSAs we do and encourage everybody to, True. to no text and drive, all people want to be on their phones. They want phone time, not windshield time. So, uh, there's an autonomous, uh, vehicle fleet actually in Grand Rapids, uh, right now in downtown Detroit called May Mobility, where they're doing, uh, routes with autonomous um, vehicles it's it's in market as we speak so it's happening for sure it's uh but it's scary i it's not as scary as those people texting and driving <laughs> <laughs> doing their makeup or whatever yeah. eating a hot dog i mean just you drive the car it, it's, yeah it's crazy so you're kicking off uh what clean energy program today yeah, really in our hometown. State, right? Yeah, we're starting here in hometown Jackson, uh, our Love Michigan Clean Energy Tour. And really, we're getting the message out that there's a change, a massive change underfoot on how we deliver specifically electricity and how people can both save money but also uh, prevent the addition of three new power plants. We're going to, by working together... We can use energy more efficiently and prevent building three new plants. And we're converting from coal to all new renewables. So it's a massive change that's underway, and Consumers Energy is uh, being recognized nationally for our plan. And uh, we thought it was important that the people of Michigan really start to um, hear about it and partner with us to make it happen. So why should we not build any, any more plants? It's expensive. Yeah. Each plant's a billion dollars. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't mind saving a billion dollars. And, uh, you know, those are plants we all have to pay for. And that shows up in our electric bills. And so wouldn't you rather eliminate the energy waste that's happening in all of our homes and businesses today and prevent needing to build those. The other, uh, Our older plants are retiring, hitting their natural end, and so we have a decision. Do we build new plants or do we use energy in a new and uh, innovative way that technology actually enables? I see on the wall out here in your radio station you have an Ecobee thermostat that must be part of a smart energy program because those oh, are really smart, smart right. thermostats. <laughs> Uh, but they're a pretty important part of the mix. When that air conditioning works, that, that is smart. Yes. There's Some smart tips. ways to use air conditioning, and there's wasteful ways to use air conditioning. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, let's be hot in the summertime uh, or the old Jimmy Carter put on a sweater program. That is not what I'm talking about. Technology enables us to smooth our energy usage and eliminate the waste from our buildings and our lighting and our motors. There's so many things that we can do to reduce our energy usage and still be very comfortable, as comfortable as we are today, just not wasteful. You're listening to WKHM's Business Class Podcast, brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley. Call 768 today to get connected to the future you envision. When you had the explosion over there in the Detroit area, you came out and said, hey, you know, you could help us out by turning back one or two degrees. And I guess some people got bent out of shape about that. What in the world is going on? Well, I would say there was a small uh, vocal minority who were confused and, and maybe a little angry, but the bulk of people... I mean, an extraordinary number of people 
did exactly that. I got a letter from a couple. Uh, a woman said, uh, uh, Norm and I were in bed and we got your text message. And so <laughs> I told Norm, well, you got to get up and turn on the thermostat. And so I turned down actually our thermostat and he went out to the pole barn and turned it down out there. Now I could just picture Norm. I can't Heading do. out to the pole barn yeah. in his flannel pants and yeah. his hat, cursing me. But really, I'm sure Norm was not happy with me. But they did their part, right? And that's what's so amazing about Michiganders, that they do their part. And that was a crisis. This is not a crisis. This is just a huge opportunity. We we have the opportunity to transform the way energy is consumed and delivered here in Michigan. And in the past, where I could just do that by ourselves, you know, we and the team at Consumers could just... You know, you didn't have to think about it. Um, that's an expensive way to do it. We'd like to do it in a more planet and uh, pocketbook friendly way. Was that really a crisis, though? That was back in January. Was yeah, it? that was an emergency. Okay. We were. That was a, a very significant event, and it's amazing what two degrees does. I do think uh, people learned. You know, they turned down to sixty-five degrees, and uh, that made a huge, huge difference and saved the system on that twenty-four-hour period. And you're saving money. And saving money. Yeah, but now I'm not asking people to be cold in the winter, right. keep their thermostat at 75 degrees year round, or 65 degrees in the winter time. What I'm proposing is that by making our houses more efficient with insulation, by using a thermostat and actually letting it be smart and maybe pre-cooling your home. So if your air compressor on your air conditioner is working at 10 in the morning instead of 5 p.m., it's not working as hard. So you save energy and then your house is pre-cooled. When you hit the hot window of the day, we don't add energy demand. Our energy demand on a hot summer day in Michigan doubles. Every other day of the year. So about five days a year, we have energy consumed double the amount of the rest of the year. And so if you think about it, if we could shave that peak, use a little less on peak, those couple hours a day on those hot summer days, we can prevent building three new power plants. That's a big deal. So you're going around the state. What's your uh, overall message going to be? Our message is uh, check out MI Clean Energy plan.com my energy plan my clean energy plan.com and we'll plant a tree in your name and you'll get smarter about how you can save money it this is going to be a full team effort full court press everyone so in michigan everybody on we board, need everyone right? on board we need everyone on board i could do it by myself before but it would cost you a lot more money <laughs> and i i don't think that's what people in michigan want we want to we want to preserve the planet by eliminating our coal plants we want to reduce the water that we use we want to reduce the waste that goes to landfills as a result of power generation. We can do all those things and save money if we work together. So you've been CEO for uh, three, three Three and a half years. Yeah. What what have you learned? I have learned that um, the people of Consumers Energy get up every day to serve, and it is my privilege and honor to serve alongside. I've also learned that the people of Michigan are uh, extraordinary and will do what is um, best for others. And I love that about being so long and committed to to Michigan. I've also learned that when you're the CEO, people listen to your ideas more than when you weren't the CEO. <laughs> my jokes are better. Yeah, I don't know. My jokes are funnier. <laughs> I've realized that there's something that comes with the title that has nothing to do with me. Uh, 
that uh, I have to be very careful with. It's like that girl in the Frozen movie. You know, she pointed and everything froze over. I have to be careful about not pointing and and accidentally freezing things over. Like <laughs> I keep my hands in my pocket and let my team do what they do so well. Okay, you're concerned with with climate change, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean that's top of mind. Yes, uh, every day wind power. Yes. Well, the president says those are hoaxes. Well, how, how do you deal uh, with that, Patty? Yeah, you know, um, the economics of coal as a fuel source have changed. It was an important fuel when we were building America post World War II, uh, fueling farms and factories. It was very important fuel source. But the economics have changed, and technology has changed, and wind now works and is cheaper than coal. And that wasn't true before. We used to kind of make a sucker's choice. You could have clean energy, but it's going to be expensive, or you could have the cheap and dirty stuff. We don't have to make that trade-off. And so uh, we believe that climate change is happening. We have reduced our carbon emissions by 38%, and we have a commitment to reduce them to 90% uh, of our previous um, emissions, and we're replacing it with all new renewables that work. Solar uh, in particular, we're going to build 59 square miles of solar panels uh, here in Michigan uh, as a replacement for our coal plants. You need to get into the White House with one of those turbines. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I'll just stick here to Michigan. Here. <laughs> I'm safer here, I think. <laughs> so what's uh, what's the, your future... Outlook, how long do you want to do this? Oh, as long as they'll have me. Really? Yeah, I mean, my goodness. I was with some people. I was in Seattle this week uh, at Amazon talking to them about electrifying their fleet of delivery vehicles. So that was pretty exciting. And um, uh, I was telling them, well, I live in my hometown. I live next door to my sister, next door to my dad, right where I grew up on this amazing lake, Wolf Lake, out in Napoleon. Uh, I drive 12 miles to my office. Uh, I lead a company that's changing the world, and uh, I, I'm not sure what else you could imagine. That's a pretty darn good life. That's, that's a good bad. life. That's a good gig. That's not bad. Yeah, so as uh, long as they'll have me. So where are you headed uh, after, yeah, we're gonna, after Jackson? Uh, I'm heading up to Midland tonight. Uh, okay. I'm actually going to go out to uh, our plant up in uh, the Bay City area. We have a Carn. Um, Wedock is a facility we have up there. I'm going to go visit our second shift and uh, third shift. And then uh, be in Midland tomorrow, as well as uh, here in Jackson today. We started our day at Hinkley's Donuts. No place better to start the day. That's a good place to yeah. start. We know. should have put on the radio that we were handing out free donuts, I think. That would have been <laughs> Not that Hinkley needs help with business, because they're always packed. Uh, but uh, then uh, I was over at Jackson High this morning for first day of school. And uh, going to be at the chamber today, sharing with the business leaders here in Jackson about what we can do to work together to make sure that Michigan is leading in clean energy and this new revolution and this new movement uh, to both save the planet and save our pocketbooks. What's your advice for young women going into the business world? Obviously, everything hasn't been rosy for you. You must have run into challenges along the way? I think everyone runs into challenges in their careers, but for all young people, men and women, but uh, I do hear from young women a lot. Um, they rule themselves out too early. 
And it starts with you and how you think about yourself. And so when a young woman walks in a room and says to herself, ooh, no one looks like me, maybe I don't belong, then that's what gets telegraphed. If she walks into the room saying, I have something really powerful to offer to this room, then she shows up that way. So I encourage people to believe in themselves and and, uh, go for it. The world needs leaders. Confidence. Confidence. Very number one. Thanks for... uh Finally making it out here. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. You should be out here every week. Yeah, I should. I don't know why. Come I on. just blame Brian Wheeler for that, really. that's I would have come we sooner. blame him for everything yeah, else. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Good luck on your uh, tour. Thank you. So great to be with you, Greg. Patty Poppy. Thank you for listening to the WKHM Business Class Podcast, brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley.